0: Very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Welcome to As the Sun Sets. A time that we always look forward to, yes, every day. I know many of you sit waiting for this moment with your breviaries in your hands, your candles lit. Or you might be driving home from work after a very heavy day. Well, it's Friday. It's the end of the week. All I can say is welcome and let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and begin our evening prayer, remembering that today's been a beautiful day, a day in which we should thank God for rain last night, maybe some rain during the day in some places in our area. So lots of things to thank the Lord for. And, well, let's just wind down the day and welcome Lord, heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Happy the man who considers the poor and the weak. The Lord will save him in the day of evil, will guard him, give him life, make him happy in the land, and will not give him up to the will of his foes. The Lord will help him on his bed of pain, It will bring him back from sickness to health. As for me, I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My foes are speaking evil against me. How long before he dies and his name be forgotten? They come to visit me and speak empty words, their hearts full of malice. I spread it abroad. My enemies whisper together against me. They all weigh up the evil which is on me. Some deadly thing has fastened upon him, they say. He will not rise again from where he lies. Thus even my friend, in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has turned against me. But you, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let me rise once more and i will repay them by this i shall know that you are my friend if my foes do not triumph over me if you uphold me i shall be unharmed and set in your presence forevermore blessed be the lord the god of israel from age to age amen amen Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lord, heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. God is for us a refuge and strength, a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within, it cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult, kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice, the earth shrinks away. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob. Is our stronghold come consider the works of the Lord the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth he puts an end to wars over all the earth the bow he breaks the spear he snaps he burns the shields with fire be still and know that I am God supreme among the nations supreme on the earth The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. All the peoples will come and adore you, Lord. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you for your judgments have been revealed glory be to the father and to the son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen all peoples will come and adore you Lord Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, verses 45 to 48. Jesus went into the temple, and he began driving out those who were selling. According to Scripture, he said, my house will be a house of prayer. But you have turned it into a robber's den... Jesus taught in the temple every day. The chief priests and the scribes and with the support of the leading citizens, that tried to do away with him, but they did not see how they would carry this out because the people as a whole hung on his words. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, there two things that strike me about the Gospel today, and I'd like to share with you a few thoughts about these two things, and I'm sure you will uh, agree with me as well. The two things I want to uh, focus on this evening are that Jesus says the temple, the house of God, is a house of prayer, first of all, and the second thing is the final words of the Gospel, the people as a whole hung on his words. Well, first of all about the house of God being a house of prayer. Well, you know, one of the I've been on many pilgrimages, and one of the things I've noticed on pilgrimages is how people visit all these beautiful, beautiful basilicas and cathedrals and churches, and they look up and they they oo ah about so many things that so often our temples, our churches, our basilicas, our places of worship have really become museums. Think of Rome, the Vatican, going to the Sistine Chapel. You look up and you say to yourself, if only I could lie down on my back and just admire the beauty of Michelangelo who did so much and so such wonderful work and so on. So we get captivated by all these wonderful things in, in the churches so that uh, we, we don't see the church as the house of God anymore, but we see the church as a museum, something to... Who are ah, about something to look at and just wonder about. I'm not saying we mustn't do that. I think it's wonderful to be able to wonder about what we see when we go into the churches. In fact, when we visit so many of the beautiful churches and basilicas and so on, you see the artwork on the doors and on the windows and on the walls and so on, and uh, you say, oh, but we shouldn't have these icons everywhere. But, you know, when you come to realize it, in the past there were many, many millions of people who couldn't read or write. And the only way they could be taught and catechized and told about Jesus Christ was through pictures. And so that's why so many of our churches are just filled with um, uh, pictures, paintings of gospel stories, scripture stories, and so on, because this was the vehicle, the means through which people were catechized and taught about God. So it was uh, like a catechism lesson painted on the wall or engraved on the doors and that sort of thing. So that's one reason why we have all these beautiful uh, paintings and pictures and sculptures. It was because it was a way of leading people who couldn't read or write to come to a deeper appreciation of God But I want us to go a little bit more deeply than that and to see that the place we go into, no matter what is on the walls or the windows or the columns or whatever the place is, that when we go into a place of worship, it is a place of worship. It is a house of prayer. And so when Jesus goes into the temple, and it must have been a really beautiful temple, which he predicted was going to be destroyed and was destroyed in Jerusalem in the year 70 by the Romans, the temple or the synagogue, in our case now, the, the basilicas, the cathedrals, the churches, these are houses of prayer. These are places where we commune with God. And so I think we should get back to a deeper, a deeper respect for our places of worship because it is here in a very special way. I say, a special way that God communicates with us, that we commune with God, that we speak to God, that we communicate with God, that it is truly a place of prayer. But it isn't the only place of prayer, because we can also pray when we're driving. We can pray when we go out into the fields or sit on a park bench, for example. We can be deep in prayer in some of these places. But these special sacramental places are our temples, our places of worship, our churches, our basilicas, our cathedrals, and I think we should uh, be very conscious of that, so that when we go into these places, we don't uh, just talk and treat them like a railway station. And sometimes, I'm afraid, that is what happens. Our places of worship have lost that spirit of prayer and that spirit of silence. When we, move, when we, as Catholics, go into a church, into a Catholic church, we always observe a silence because we believe and know that Jesus is truly present there. And out of respect for Christ's presence in the Blessed Sacrament, we observe a silence. We genuflect when we go into the church. We bless ourselves with water. So all these sorts of things just remind us that we are in a special place. And Jesus is saying to us in the gospel, remember that this is not a place of selling, We do have repositories at the back of our churches where we can buy rosaries and missiles and things like that. But that's outside, and it's a kind of optional extra, if you can put it that way. But basically, our churches should be places of prayer. So when we go into our churches, let's always remember, let's be silent and remember that other people who come into the church will expect that silence and so let's observe silence and use our presence in the church as a moment of prayer of communing with the lord god who is there in that special place that sacramental place the second thing i wanted to mention this evening is about jesus and his um, catechizing his teaching his preaching and we hear this several times in the gospel how he was so effective that people hung on every word that fell from his lips. So he must have had a very beautiful voice and a very wonderful way of speaking. And no doubt the things he said and the way he said these things were uh, ways and things that he said that encouraged people and gave them hope and led them forward and so on. That they wanted to hear more and more and more from this man as he spoke and as everybody uh, just listened to him speaking. And I think maybe he's not here, not maybe. Jesus is not here as he was present then in those days. But maybe in our prayer, our private prayer, when we come into prayer, maybe we can be silent before the Lord. And as we read his words in the scriptures, we pray that that spirit which drew people to him as he spoke, maybe in the same way as we read his words in the scriptures, uh, we too will hang on every word that he speaks to us in the quiet of our hearts. So let's pray today then that we will have a deep respect for our places of worship and above all that we will hang on every word that proceeds from Jesus as we read these words in the scriptures. Christ loved us, and has washed away our sins with his blood. He made us a line of kings, priests to serve God. Christ loved us, and has washed away our sins with his blood. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ loved us, and has washed away our sins with his blood. The Lord has come to help us, his servants, and has remembered his mercy. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name, for he has remembered his promise of mercy the promise he made to our fathers to abraham and his children forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen the lord has come to help us his servants he has remembered his mercy Now, God is our loving Father who cares for us and knows all our needs. And so with confidence we pray, Father, may we find rest in your love. Christ, your Son, suffered and died for the church. Be with all Christians who are suffering tonight. Bring to the sick your comfort and healing. Strengthen them through the victory of Calvary. Be near to us, Almighty Father for you alone can save us from the evils that threaten us strengthen us in the hour of death and let us know your peace bring the dead into your light and comfort them with your presence our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, teach us the lessons of your Son's passion, and so enable us, your people, to bear the yoke he makes light for us. And we make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now let's pray the prayer for consecrated life. Loving Creator, we thank you for the gift that religious life has been within our church and society. Help us to nurture this gift so that the congregations may continue to be a healing presence in our world. May we all respond to the realities of our present times in ways that promote your reign now and in the future. May your kingdom come and may your will be done. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. (music) to end on a high note a little bit of Johann sebastian bach and that beautiful beautiful magnificat the prayer the song of mary and that was really just the introduction lovely lovely music and that brings us to the end of our evening prayer well it's been lovely being with you this evening once again it's friday beginning of the weekend i hope you're going to have a wonderful relaxing weekend and know that radio veritas is always here to bring you Mm, Something new, something interesting, something enjoyable, but always the good news for a change. I'm grateful to you for being with me. I know that many of you just love praying the evening prayer with me every day at this time. So thank you for joining me. And all I can say is have a super, super weekend. I'll be back with you again on Sunday with Mass at 11 o'clock. So do join me if you're unable to get to Mass, if you're sick or whatever the case is, you're laid up in bed or in a wheelchair. Well, tune in to 576 on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock if you'd like to share with us in the Eucharist. It's always lovely to be with you. And remember, we're also on uh, different um, platforms. On Medium Way, 576, that's where we are broadcasting right now, in the Greater Johannesburg area. We're also on 870 of the audio bouquet of DSTV. How do you get there? Well, you take your remote, you click on um, Shift and... T-V, shift and T-V, and then you type in 870, and there you'll have us, Radio Veritas, as clear as a bell. Okay, and if you'd like to hear us on the World Wide Web, we are streaming live at www.radioveritas.co.za. So, from me, Father Emil, thanks for listening, goodbye, and God bless.